Hello everyone, welcome to Models by Enyata, a podcast where we untangle the interdependent network that is the tech ecosystem. My name is Fedora Paul. Today we'll be talking to the chief facilitator of the Enyata Academy. He's also the COO of the company. Um, welcome, Sergio. We call him Sergio, but his name is actually Joseph Uluwasomi. Hi, Sergio. Hi, Fer. Thank you for having me. So, I don't like to do introductions for people. But I think it would be best for you to tell us about your journey um, as a chief operating officer and also as a facilitator, you know, where the jobs, you know, coincide with each other, where they differ. So um, please go ahead. Well, thank you, Ife. Um, being the COO has been demanding on its own. Um, and having to juggle it with uh, at Academy is not um, an easy task. But um, the, looking at the, the goal of the organization, the vision, uh, aside the fact that we do consultancy and um, development, one of the uh, core vision is also training. And it's not something we can you know, um, handle with levity. They the need for me to lead Payata uh, Academy. Uh, all along, uh, so far, we've, we've been able to do um, six cohorts successfully. And I must say, aside the fact that there are ups, ups and downs, uh, we've been able to, you're, we're also able to learn and uh, put the uh, right things in place to ensure that we get it right. So that does it. Honestly, I am impressed because the truth is, I have been, I, I see the academy to be akin to sort of handling interns, people who are trying to learn. And personally, I know that it takes a lot of work to bring somebody from not knowing to becoming adept at what this is that you want them to be. So I want to know, because I feel like this is also uh, a teaching moment for even me, myself. How do you, what exactly would you say is or are the most important things when it comes to like facilitating people who are inexperienced? Okay, um, I would say we have our own role to play and they, the, the parties concerned also have their own role to play. First off, the interest must be there because looking at the stages involved, you know, from screening after application, you know, writing of aptitude tests, the bootcamp, the interviews before making it to the academy, it takes someone who is uh, determined to get there to make it to the academy. And on our own part, you know, like I said earlier, we're looking at training those that have zero knowledge of coding, you know, so. You bringing in someone who doesn't have an idea of what you do, but because the passion is there to learn, okay, we have to look at the best ways we can actually, you know, engage them to get the best from the academy. So we we'll try to know where they are, touching their knowledge about coding. Then we we'll take it from there, step by step. We we'll take them the rudiments of software development, talking about HTML and CSS. Then they go for that till they get to the level where they can say, oh, you know, we we are junior developers. So once they come in, we'll still uh, pair them with uh, senior developers to further learn, which we call programming. Yeah, um, that's actually very nice. I feel like I'm going to use that next time I have to handle people that are inexperienced with brand marketing. Um, so my next question actually has to deal with the variables that you use to determine success. Um, I am aware that thousands of people applied for the academy. Um, and I know that between the application and also the academy, there's a booked camp. And I know that 
um, the chances to begin with were not exactly high. Um, at the end of the day, the academic can only take maybe one to five percent. So I want to know, like, aside from the test, and what exactly are the variables like you look at? Because I know there has to be like a lot of tough decisions for you to make. So what are those variables? What do you try to look at when you see an application to determine if this person would be able to move on to the next level or not? Uh, thank you, Dalapo. All right. So um, uh, during the application stage, we um, highlight the criteria for making it to a Yata Academy. So the first one is you must have a degree either from Polytechnic or University. Then uh, we consider what you are doing currently because we know that those that are fully engaged, if they have something they are working on or a particular job, might not be able to cope with the academy. So the best thing is to use that platform to first screen them, to look at those that will be available from 9 to 5 p.m., weekdays, you know. Then we consider that. They also consider what they are doing. Some, some people are serving, so we have to look at it. Would they be available, if, you know, with the fact that some of them will have to do, you know, juggle their PPA with, it mm -hmm. might really not help in, in their learning uh, process. Mm -hmm. So we consider all those things before we finally make our decision as to who and who will make it to the academy for the next phase. Okay. Um, so when you are handling all of this, like, applications and... Um, because I know that the correspondence is has to be there. You have to keep reaching out to them. And not a lot of people will take well to the response. How have you been able to manage that in preserving the integrity of the Ayata Academy? Um, people need to understand how the uh, system works. At the same time, to be to be to be candid, having like uh, ten thousand applications, you know, for you to screen the application and even you know get like fifty, for instance, yeah. it's not easy. So, um, and another thing which um, we noticed over the years, for that, when we reach out, some people perhaps their email, email addresses apply is not correct. So it, you know, to bounce back and they claim they are not seeing it and they keep reaching out. So if you, if you want to be replying to like a thousand, two thousand um, emails, it's not that easy. So people also need to be very careful during the application stage. You know, they should know the right, they should enter the right information about themselves, their email, their names, date of birth. Uh, there are even some that instead of uploading their CVs, they upload their pictures instead. And when they don't get into that, they keep complaining, oh, they didn't pick me. Another thing is the assessment. Most times, people feel they do well, but they did not do well. I've seen someone that actually on, on social media, and she was, she was, when I checked her score, her score 12 out of 40. And she, she claimed she prepared well, that she knows she will pass the test. All the, these are the things they don't know. So once we reach out, we reach out to those that perform well during the assessment stage. So, and uh, people should not uh, feel too entitled. Most times, they feel too entitled. The way you prepare, for the ass assessment, others also prepare for the assessment. So if you don't get in now, you can get in in the next cohort. I can definitely relate to the pain points of this, especially when it comes to interacting with people who feel like um, they deserve the spot, regardless of the outcome of their application. Um, so still on that, I know that even within the bootcamp, you're going to be dealing with different personalities. Um, how do you manage that? Because I know that um, 
dealing with nine to five with people that you are not familiar with, people that you have not really assessed on a professional level um, might start to intervene with things like communication, their learning processes. Um, how do you how do you try to make sure that everyone gets the best experiences, you know, irrespective of how they are or you know the way they behave? Um, before making it to a bootcamp, for instance, there are some things we ask for that each of the potential or candidate must have. We must have a stable internet connection. You must have a laptop, um, an alternative power supply due to what's obtainable with outside. Yeah. Right? So um, on their own part, they must provide that. Now, from my experience, people claim, oh, they have a good internet connection until they get to the bootcamp. You see them dropping off, joining, dropping off. Sometimes some people are not available. When you get them that slot, they end up not attending the bootcamp. Some will come in the morning, they will be there in the afternoon. So these are the things we also look at, that we make the bootcamp one of the screening um, stages for those, because if you are not available, and your internet is very bad, or you have um, an athletic uh, power supply, <laughs> then you cannot make it to the academy. Because we wouldn't want anything that would uh, hinder your learning process during the academy. That's why we we'll use that to screen some of them out, even before making the academy. Um, so I know that after the academy, there's also the decision on whether or not um, you know the people will be joining in as software engineers or product talent in the Ayata company. Um, aside from the projects, which you know in the last episode they talked about, um, what do you think is also important that the academy students need to know and work towards before um, they get to the point, the final stage of the academy? Um, what we do is, once they're in the bootcamp, we always walk them through the things they need to do to make it to the academy. Even the last score, they can testify. For you to make it to the academy, attendance is very key. Availability is also very important. Okay. Then other things I've mentioned earlier, like the internet and everything. Then how active you are in the, in the class. It's also very important. Now, before they wrap up the bootcamp, we do give them, we do pair them into groups and uh, we give them projects to work on. Then once they work on the project, they present. We also assess them based on their presentation skills, their, their technical skills. We ask questions, how were they able to answer the questions? then that will help us to select those that will make it. Then another thing we also do is what we call um, pre-academy uh, interview. Then we we'll get to interview them further because we wouldn't want a student that will consider someone and in the middle of the academy you'll say, oh, I got a job or I want to go and follow my studies and, you know, we ask them questions. Do you think you'll be available? And most times, some of them will not come out straight that will be available and the school has been to another person. They will take it, which also affect the numbers we also contribute. Because, um, like I said, one of the, the vision of the company is to uh, train over 70,000 software developers in the course of our business life cycle. And we actually, you know, we were considering that number. So that's just it. So I feel like you have like the four A's of academic excellence the attendance, activity, availability, and assessment. I want to sort of look at all of this that you have planned and the vision for the Yata Academy. 
what do you think is the future of the academy experience in terms of what you have now? What do you think is going to evolve out of it? At what point will structural changes? Are you going to be spreading across nations? Are you going to be um, increasing the numbers for the academy um, students? Like what exactly do you have in mind in All the right. next say five to 10 years? There's something that's in the pipeline which I wouldn't want to divulge. Mm. Yes, we are looking at increasing the number. Um, then, Ayata Academy will be a standalone. It will be part of Ayata as it is. Okay. It will be uh, more like uh, an established institution on its own, outside Ayata. Then, what the plan is to increase the number. So then, there's also, we are hoping things in place uh, such that it will be able to run itself. Right. Yes, but I don't want to uh, divulge um, more information about it. It's still in the pipeline. Okay. Um, another thing I want to also talk about is how the academy is influencing the Ayata brand. Because um, personally, as my experience as the brand manager, I know that a lot of our perception out there has been borrowed from academy and everything. Do you think that um, the, the people out there um, will be able to, at some point in time, contribute not directly to the academy, but also represent the academy in terms of it being an institution. Um, so take, for example, somebody leaves the academy um, and they don't join in Yasa. Do you think that the academy experience will still be able to act as a representative of that person's career growth? All right. Um, I would just um, explain briefly what we do now and what we intend doing when we have it as an established institution. So as it stands, during the academy, they work on projects and they also have the opportunity to join the mainstream after the academy to learn for them to work on multiple projects. And this broadens their horizon in the field of social development. They get to learn a lot of things. They get to work on both uh, uh, projects for both local and um, foreign clients, which will also help them build their profiles. Uh, but going forward, when we have like an established institution, like what you said, people can come from outside to actually train them, if you're willing. To contribute to that's fine. We will allow people. They're talking about them joining, they, they won't be joining Ayata per se. So once the phase of is um working on projects, when they get that phase, what we'll do is we outsource them to company. So we are creating a structure that does not just revolve around Ayata. So other institutions can also benefit from. Okay, that's actually very I'm optimistic to see what that um, what that looks like in the future. And I think that's um, a beautiful way to conclude this. Thank you, Sergio, for everything. It's my um, pleasure. For more information, if you want to know about Enyata Academy, you can go to enyata.com slash academy. Um, you can also reach out to community at enyata.com or join our Slack. Um, thank you very much. Have a wonderful day and see you in our next episodes. Bye.